You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 2019. Uh, welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael, and with me always are my good friends, Jay from the hills of New Year, Texas. <laughs> and A.K. Mike in Texas. How goes it? It goes I'm pretty well, great. my friend. Huh? Yeah. Good. 2019 is off to a boom and start. Is it? Yeah, I hear yeah. that. Not a problem. Uh, yep, we uh, are starting uh, 2019. This is season four, hard to believe. We uh, kind of cranked uh, out the last year. It was a good year. But uh, this year, I think we got some uh, good stuff coming up. Um, what's coming down? I got a um, listener that's coming to visit Phoenix uh, here towards the end of the month. Uh, Philip, he emailed me and said, uh, hey, he's got a couple of days down here. And I think Spencer and I are going to take him out to uh, um, the park and or at least out to the field and fly some. So be cool to have him uh, to have him here. I appreciate it, him looking us up. Sounds like a good deal, my friend. It sounds yeah. like, once again, our travel budget has doubled, maybe even tripled. <laughs> you know, it's always better when someone else is paying to come here. You know, we're not That's covering That's what I mean. Trip. That's his why it's tripled. Sure. So how convenient <laughs> that is, right? So, but no, it's uh, it's great if company. you, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you're in the Austin area or the Phoenix area or Dallas area, uh, that's the, the three areas where we are. Uh, feel free to send us an, an email on the parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com or email us through our Facebook page and uh, and reach out and see if we're available. And if uh, you got business in the area, I think you can you know kind of touch base and maybe we can uh, get together and go fly. This one worked out. I um, I actually have the, that weekend off, and so um, Philip and I are going to kind of get together and, and go fly some planes. So I think we mentioned that before in the last podcast, but now the month is here, and so we're looking forward to it. And uh He's uh, emailed me a couple times saying, hey, my schedule's gotten better or worse. or uh, It hasn't gotten worse, but uh, I think he had plans, and that got canceled, so now it gives us more time to go fly. So i got to hurry up and finish all my airplanes. So, so you're going to have some, some RC shenanigans, disrepair. huh? RC shenanigans. That's us. That's <laughs> our new name, right? RC shenanigans. <laughs> RC shenanigans. Oh, now so, yeah, I don't, I don't See, think would, I don't think that's a good name for us because I don't think I could say it very fast or at all. Maybe. <laughs> well, it's it maybe one. Actually, that's one of the words that Jay can say. Unlike some of the words, you know, where we always make fun of him, he can't oh, pronounce. Man. Shenanigans is like a top of his list. Just because I don't speak English too good, you make fun <laughs> of me. <laughs> now, 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 be nice. So, <laughs> so Philip's coming down uh, at the end of uh, January, and uh, he's here for a couple of days. We also have the Electric Festival uh, that's coming up in February. We're excited to attend. This, I think, is our fifth year. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Exciting. So we, uh, we're we all set up to uh, go down and do that. I think uh, Spencer and uh, Barry are both going to be in attendance at least some point during the, the time we're there. So uh, that'll be good to get them on a podcast, and hopefully they bring some stuff and, and get some uh, new listeners for us. Uh, that'll be exciting. We're looking forward to see uh, Shannon and the rest of the crew out there because I think they're excited about uh, us coming out again. So, and this and this year, who knows? Maybe we all win airplanes this year. Last year we didn't, right? You guys want cool stuff, and actually, I, I got cool stuff too. But we'll see what we can get this year. Didn't you we'll get you got a, you got a plane one year, right? 
Uh, I did get a plane one year. It was the Mangler. The Mangler. Yeah, I think it was like the first year. It was the first year we went, I want to say. Uh, probably so. The first year we went, you got a... Actually, I think you got one, too. Didn't you get the no, Blizzard or something? Or did no, you buy no, the Blizzard? No, no. I bought the Blizzard. Okay, no, so if no, you bought the Blizzard, I got some glue, I, I got the, buddy. What yeah, are you talking about? You got a plane. I got, you know, I got some saps. <laughs> you got some shaft. <laughs> actually, okay, wait, you wait, bought wait, that wait, airplane wait, before. Wait, wait, wait. Mangler? What? Is that like a real plant? I think you guys keep calling it that because <laughs> it's been mangled a bunch of times. But it's like that type no. of the plane? No, 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 no. Oh, Jay, okay. why do we call this thing the Mangler? Actually, oh. let me tell you what it is. It is a uh, park master. Is that what they call it? Park master. It's a multiplex park master. Yeah, I think so. Yes. It's uh, an EPP airplane. It's it's got that. Uh, it's not even EPP. It's the their. What do they call e- that? EPO or something? Or I think Epo. it's EPO or yeah, it's EPO. Anyway, some kind of special foam, whatever the multiplex stuff uses. And uh, anyway, it was a park master. It was the one that they came out. I think they have a new one now, but the that particular year, five or six years ago, they they had this park master and. And uh, they called my number. I ran up there. Ooh, I got this new airplane. And Jay had just bought this Blizzard, which is a hotliner glider made of foam. And it's also a multiplex. Mm-hmm. But uh, so anyway, we came home, and Jay was trying to learn how to airbrush stuff. And so I was kind of doing a little, I guess it was a video or just kind of a phone message. I was kind of trying to get him to understand how to uh, basically airbrush. And so I airbrushed some stuff on this instead of just putting the stickers on it. So it uh, has some really bright orange and yellow colors and black and flames it's fabulous. and that kind of thing. It's fabulous. But, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> fabulous. But anyway, it uses an APC prop. So Jay nicknamed it the Mangler. Why? Why did you, why'd you nickname it the Mangler? Because your actually, blood blood has been spilt with the plane. More than once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. So, so now that I know the story of the Mangler, which I think is a good one, did you call Multiplex and ask them to change the name? I mean, because I think like, that would sell better. <laughs> that might. It, it would, it'd be something the people buy the Mangler. Like, yeah. mothers wouldn't buy it. Mangler, no, you're not going to get that. <laughs> but the, the dads yeah, somehow would be like, they're yeah, a mar- Mangler. Yeah, somehow their marketing department, I don't think, would go for the Mangler. <laughs> but uh, Little kids yeah. running around with missing fingers. Yeah, that's good. Right. <laughs> really get those products. Actually, uh, Jay needs to tell the story because it uh, he he has a better version of it. I was the one that actually got mangled. <laughs> so all I did was maybe stop my the version. Bleeding. My That's version is a little bit different. But we pressure. were building the airplane, right? What's that? I said I just I was the one who just applied pressure, stopped the bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I guess yeah. I'm due for a hit then because I did that for Jay. <laughs> uh, so well, that's right. right. Well, that's the funny yes. part about it. See, is that yeah. Jay has done that for me more than once. So, <laughs> yeah yeah well jay, it, jay has uh has been the 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 uh, first gee, it's been a giver. long time I, I i don't know if i can remember the story i mean i i, I remember glimpses of it uh the blood splattering on the wall in my <laughs> eyes um you my know, wife I, having an absolute i was spitting it thing. out going it's in my mouth it's in my mouth <laughs> this sort that. of sounds like a monty python scene where they hacks he hacks that guy's arm off and the blood goes spurting across <laughs> yeah, that's right come back that's here exactly i can still fight you it's yeah. kind of yes, similar to that just exactly. that part of it <laughs> yeah, exactly. no no it wasn't it was just kind of one of those stupid things i mean um uh, just a little bit of in it you weren't paying attention just for a split second you know you go to just try to test something if I remember. Uh, okay, so, yeah. So, Jay was at the house, and we put this Mangler thing together. And we were working on the table. And this was the very expensive table that my wife had. Um, 
<laughs> that Jay always made comments about, hey, you know, we're working. You do realize that this is an antique and your wife paid a lot of money for this thing. <laughs> and Jay and I are yeah. gluing on it and everything. And my wife is just coming unglued. I mean, she's coming unglued, but, uh, you know, she just doesn't even want to even talk to us because we're out here gluing airplanes on this table. Well, good thing you had glue. Well, I was smart enough. The first time I did it, I kind of got stuff on it, and I realized that that was probably a, not a good thing. So I, I got one of those, um, what do you call that? The the pad the pads that go on a dining room table that you know have like a plastic covering or something over it. Anyway, so I put that out, and uh, basically Jay and I were working on it. But it's a uh, it's one of those tables that holds like it uh, it expands and holds like nine or ten people, or you can contract it and it'll only hold like four people. And we had it set up to for like a six table place setting. And Jay uh, was here. We were working on the plane and I had just got the prop on and had set the radio behind the airplane. So it was literally sitting behind the airplane. Uh, and we were messing with it, trying to get it, you know, get the prop and everything situated. And I moved the plane backwards and the tail basically hit the throttle (laughs) with me standing in front of the airplane. And so the blade, which is an ACP blade, started to spin, and of course my hand was in the way, so it immediately like struck struck me, and now blood's going everywhere. And Jay's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> he grabs the radio off the table. This thing is, Wah! you know, it's not really full power, but it's enough that the tip of that thing just kind of just caught me, and now I've got blood gushing everywhere. And and uh, this is. Jay's plug for Blenderm actually because I have a case of that stuff in the other room and and uh you know of course we I didn't really want to go to the doctor or anything so the I just yeah put and it was a, on my it was a, it was a good neck and it was one of those good bleeders and he's yeah. bleeding and it was right it was right like on the you know where your finger bends you know right at the right, knuckle right the, yeah it, right it just sliced joint. it I mean it just took it it didn't take my finger off like Jay's but it uh, it did slice it pretty good and so. Um, that was the first time. I think the second time was at the park, and uh, yeah, and that that was just glued back and, together because you whip, we everybody whipped, you know whipped out the yeah, uh, CA. <laughs> yeah, the CA we just Stick. put it together. So the uh, Jay kind of nicknamed it the Mangler because <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> bit me more than once. And for a park flyer, so so that's good. We we can uh, cut cut this piece of the thing out and give it to our friends and say use this as your safety message you know <laughs> it's a safety video for your club Just play this little piece yeah we, we give you yeah, free but... access to use this however you want <laughs> you can chop it up into a video and make it replay you know make funny <laughs> scenes out of it let's be mike there and you go Jay's mangler yeah bit. well i actually have a bunch of airplanes uh well not a bunch but several airplanes uh some i don't have anymore but i have several airplanes that have left their mark on ah, me. and they're all so. and you know what here's the, the theme with this is they're all 3d planes that have done you in uh that is correct when you lived um in that not near uh, not near the big house but when you lived in the other house you were standing <laughs> the out house. there with jeremy <laughs> at the uh you were staying at the you know he went to school and you're staying at the bus stop and you whipped out. Oh the, no, that was at the big house. Yeah, that oh, was, was that, the uh, big that was my oh, Chandler okay. house. And you said, and then you whipped out. I think it was a PA like edge or something, and you're you're landing it in the yeah, street and it landed. Yeah, and just was three D hobby over. shop. Actually. Yeah, three. Yeah, <laughs> and you had yeah, the it was my. Moving I had a three D three D hobby shop extra SHP. Yeah, and the bus came and I was flying around. So all the kids got on the bus and I ha- I went way down the street to you know let the bus kind of do its thing so I could land. 
And as I was coming back, uh, yeah, I lost the airplane. So I stepped off the curb to see where it was. <laughs> and unfortunately, it was right there. So I stuck my arm up in the air, and that cost me 13 stitches. <laughs> wow, my Ouch. But the good news is I caught the airplane mid-flight, and it did not damage the airplane. It Thank now goodness. has it now had blood all over it, but it did not good, damage it. Well, so. a good trait: thirteen stitches, or you know, a oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my wife basically just called and said, uh, or I called her and I said, "Hey," she's like, "What's wrong?" I said, "I'm on my way to the hospital." <laughs> she's like, "What'd you do?" I said, "I hit myself with my own airplane." She's like, "You did what?" I was like, "Yeah, I actually literally flew the airplane right into my." It, actually, I lucked out because I flew it right into my face. You know how when you're looking, you can kind of look down the street and it's like right here and you don't see it. You're like, where is it? Where is it? And all of a sudden, you, you hear it, you feel it, the presence. And I immediately threw my arm up. And when I did, it cut me right on the back side of the hand and then my arm. Just was like a little chop, 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 chop. <laughs> kind of like Jay's deal. Oh, where yeah. he throws his arm up and it just right down his arm. Anyway, the same thing happened to me. So I wound up having to go to urgent care and. They put and all the stitches. other people around there were like, "Oh, the Wolverine attacked you." Uh, yeah, but you know what? There was nobody else around me, so that was, you know, other than our listeners knowing now and Jay knowing for the last however many years that was, it's got to be at least ten or twelve. Except for you, you realize that the Wolverine isn't real, right? <laughs> well, uh, if you saw my arm, it would look like the Wolverine was real. Cause yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just yeah. stripes on it. So exactly. So yeah, that one, and then the other one was uh, just a year or two ago. The um, was it the Cub or the uh, which one was it? The Cub or the um, the three D? Actually, I think it was the three D airplane. Yeah, and that was with the one with oh, the wood Zor prop. It was the Katana. Yes, the Katana. Uh, it's my electric Katana, and I plugged it in, and tr- and the radio or something. I-, I can't remember how it happened, but it armed itself. And I stepped forward over top of the the prop, which you really should never do. And I went to go grab my radio. (laughs) And I grabbed it with my left hand, which is not the hand I usually pick my radio up with. And same thing. I went to go grab it and hit the throttle and crunched my hand. This one actually tore... flesh i mean it 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 was bad it you it should was went, probably you about a went, two inch sh- gash in my hand and it was deep to get stitches or and jay get looked stitches. at it and goes oh you need to go to the hospital for yeah, that one that was the and one what i do <laughs> i said <laughs> dude we're not done CA. building so i grabbed some blender and whipped it on my hand and no you put <laughs> yeah use, right it was blend, that was blender nca that was a you squirted oh that's right i used both yeah use both on that one and actually, you can't. I, you can look right here and see my hands in perfect working order. So it worked out. <laughs> the parts that you can use, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this part is working. These parts may not work as well, but this part's working. Uh, oh man, I've been able to play the flute with just three of my fingers. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. My instrument uh, skills have just uh, been cut in half. Oh, uh, that's goodness. pretty funny. Well, speaking of katanas. Mine's yeah. alive. The big katana. The big katana, yeah. Or as, so, people, as you call it, the dumpster dive. The dumpster plane, yes. I was Spencer just going to ask, is this the one with dumpster dive we call? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the Actually, one. Jay got a video the other day of uh, of the initial start. So I, I think I told you guys in the last podcast or one or two ago that last year that I got it DA120. Uh, and so <clears throat> I'd been working on the airplane, and I got it mostly together. There's a couple of things I got to do with the wings, but I had gotten the 
the fuel tank in and the ignition in and the motor mounted and the prop and everything on. And I needed, you know, I'm not really a gas guy, so I needed some help after I got the airplane to this point. And Spencer and I were chatting. He was coming home from work, and I told him how far I had gotten. And he goes, oh, well, you know, let me come over and see what, you know, what's left and, and help you out with it. So I said, that's perfect. We, uh, I met him for lunch, and we, uh, we came down to the house. And he, uh, you know, kind of looked it over and said, okay, you need to do this. And he kind of fixed some stuff. And, um, you know, I had put a, a new fuel clunk and that kind of thing in there. So we kind of got all that stuff. And he brought some gas for me and a little uh, way to, you know, put it in. And so he says, hey, let's get the wings and put those on and let's run this motor and see how well the motor runs. Because I had just got it and, you know, I bought it used and, uh, <clears throat> you know, the guy told me, hey, yeah, it runs perfect. And so we're going to test it, you know, because I only had it for a week or two and see how it runs. So we put the the prop on and Spencer's actually on a phone call, but we I put the prop and everything on and, and I said, okay, I'm ready. And he comes over and he messes with it. He says, okay, I, I can tell you right now that this is going to be difficult to start because the propeller is set for the 11, 11 o'clock position and you want it set for something different. And that was new to me because I wasn't really sure what he meant about that until he showed me. And then I realized that there's a, you kind of have to wind this thing up. So there's, it's a two stroke, right? Wind so you have to go up. through the, <laughs> you have to go through the second, <laughs> uh, what do you call that? It's not top dead center, but it's, uh, it's top like the, the, the power top. Yeah. The top of the stroke or whatever. And so he goes, if you got to have the propeller here so that when you throw the propeller over, it actually pushes through and then gives you another cycle. So he changed the prop back to where it should be. And then, uh, he grabs my radio and turns it on, make sure everything's working. He programmed it for me so we can turn the ignition on and off and we can turn the motor on and off. So that way, if you're working in front of this thing, you have both the motor and the ignition are both off. Wait, or wait, if wait, one's wait. on, so the other for a quick question. Right. So you know, for what we do, we have maybe maybe have a cutoff switch since we're doing electric Correct. stuff, and that was like a big yay when they added that into most of the radios. <laughs> right, exactly. So, what's the difference between cutting off the ignition and, and, tur and turning off the motor? Isn't that the same thing? Uh, you know, that's a great question and no, it is not the same thing. Um, I should say that it's, it's similar, uh, but, but not totally the same. <clears throat> and so, and here's what I mean by that. The motor itself has a high, uh, and low idle on it. And then, you know, you can, you can basically close the throttle and it will kind of choke out the motor. So you can, you know, you can flip a switch like a motor cutoff and it will um, not allow the motor to, you know, to continue to run. So in in the similar to an electric and I, Spencer will have to make sure that I got that right. But from what I understand, anyway, uh, you know, the electric one is a is a ESC. You turn the electric to minus three uh, hundred and thirty on your throttle. That way, if you move your throttle up and down, nothing happens. Because it'll oh. never get up to, you know, the throttle setting. On on this one, you're moving it kind of similar, but you're moving it past so that the the engine quits. And then once the engine quits, you can't restart it unless you go over there and hand prop it again. Oh, If that okay. makes sense. 
Now, the ignition or the two spark plugs are hooked into a, what they call an IBEC, which is an ignition battery eliminating circuit. And what that does is it takes your receiver packs, um, the receiver pack batteries, and it regulates the voltage down to what the ignition needs uh, for the motor. And that's what you're what you can do with the eliminating uh, the IBC is that you can turn it off and back on. So you cut the electric voltage off to it, and it's no longer providing spark to the spark plugs. Okay, that seems so. To make one one sense. has one's affiliated with the air gas mix, you know, the air and gas part of the motor, and the other right. one is directly electric for the for the ignition. So I have, you know, Spencer programmed that both of those for me. So I have a switch for the ignition and I have a switch for the motor, the motor cutoff. Uh, so anyway, he uh, he programs my radio and then basically with my radio in his hands, steps over my airplane and looks at me because I'm in front of the airplane. Right. And, and I look at him and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, are we going to start this or what? And I go, yeah. You're going to start it. I know nothing about these motors, and I'm not sticking my fingers or my face near that prop. So I said, I'll take, you know, I'll take the stance behind the airplane. You get out in front of it and figure out how if this thing starts. I'm not going to stand out here. I don't even know if it runs. He just started laughing. He's like, what? This is your airplane. You need to learn this. And I go, I'll learn it after you get the thing running, but I'm not sticking my face down there. <laughs> <laughs> So needless to say, he uh, he cranked it up. Um, actually, he you know he kind of primed it, got everything working, and then you know kind of pulled the engine through about fifty times, and got the fuel where it needed to be, um, and then basically you know gave it a couple of hits and it uh, fired it fired up, uh, but it only stayed running for about a second and a half. So it it actually ran, which I was like woohoo, it ran. And uh, he said, well, something's not right. So we were looking around at it, and we, when we were messing with the electrical part of it, we had taken the um, fuel drain, the vent line, and we had folded it to stick it back in the body, and it caused a kink in the, in the, the air, fuel air. Yeah, so manifold uh, pressure pushed back on the thing. Yeah. Correct. So it wasn't getting any air into the tank to push the you know, to act like a pressure to, to push the fuel forward. Right. So, so he, he flipped weak. it around a couple more times, and he was like, oh, man, I think this thing is causing it not to start. So he straightened it out to where it was dripping uh, fuel, you know, correctly or actually venting the fuel correctly, uh, and it fired right up. So it ran for a couple seconds, and um, I think that was a choke issue. And then as soon as he cranked it up one last time, he messed with the radio a little bit. I think he set the throttle where it should be for a low idle, and uh, then cranked it up, which was amazing. I was so excited. I've, you know, for my first gas airplane, this engine was running like a champ. Uh, I got to give it to DA. Uh, they make incredible, uh, you know, motors. And everybody that owns one out where I fly in the field that has one is just, you know, rant and rave about it. And they're local because they're down in Tucson. So if anything happened to it, I could just run it down there and they would take a look at it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, it ran and um, the. I didn't fly because it didn't have any uh, ailerons on it, and we didn't have the cowling on it. So, well, because uh, the ailerons I hadn't glued on yet. They have a, they had CA hinges in it, and uh, according to the directions on this particular plane, at 106 inch wingspan, they wanted you to upgrade to metal 
hinges. So I I ordered those and I had gotten them in, but I just hadn't put them in. So Spencer and I did that too. We, uh, it's much easier with two people because the you know the wings, you know, huge anyway. So getting it takes uh, nine or eleven <laughs> eleven hinges or something for the aileron. So it was uh, he was gluing and I was you know shoving them in at the same time and with the epoxy and we finally got it all situated and let it uh let it kind of dry so now here it is behind me i have to put a a couple of servos in and and then uh get the wings all set and the last thing i think i have left is the um i finished the pull pull rudder system uh, a couple of days ago uh, i'll finish this wing and the other wing is already done so i'll put those on uh, make sure that they fit correctly and then uh, the cowling is the last thing i have left and then it'll be ready to mate. And so hopefully uh, coming up this week, maybe, next week. I'll see if I can get it done by the weekend. Maybe you'll maiden with Philip. Uh, yeah, hopefully uh, I probably won't maiden it. Uh, when Philip's here, I'll probably maiden it before just so I can kind of work out the, the details of it. But maybe if uh, if I can get it done and maidened uh, when Philip gets here, maybe we'll fly the big one. But. Uh, I'm sure I will if we go out there because everybody brings their big gassers out there on the weekends and um, and flies them. So uh, hopefully we'll have a couple of jets, you know, that he can watch, uh, you know, see fly and a couple of the bigger gassers that we can kind of watch. And if mine's available, then that'll be kind of exciting too. So be the first yeah. time I get to fly gassers. But hopefully I'll have most of that done before then. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, so I understand you uh, You had a couple of days at the lake or something that's the uh, last couple. Of yeah, so during the holidays, I uh, hung out at the lake, and uh, uh, while uh, uh, my friends were fishing, uh, I was flying. and uh, <laughs> That's always a good thing. You're not yeah. a fisherman? Oh, no, I'm a fisherman too, but, uh, you know, uh, they, it, it was cool on the lake, and they didn't really think they were going to get much, um, but and there's some catfish and stuff in the lake, and so... Uh, but we were we were just boating around, and so Jay had fixed my uh, the flipper, the skipper, dragonfly. Sorry, it's just dragonfly, and uh, which is the Polaris, right? It's yeah, the Polaris. yeah, Polaris, right? Okay. That I had busted right. up, and right. uh, so I needed to give it a try, and so I uh, tried to put it in the water, and dang thing wouldn't take off from the water. I was like, what the <laughs> heck? I like, I didn't now this is a remaden of the airplane after I think you guys busted it when you were down there, right? Yeah, I, uh, the uh, we the the elevator broke off and yeah, the elevator broke off. So, okay, just, so um, yeah. yeah, we had fixed it up and I didn't get a chance to fly it, so I just finally got a chance and was trying to take it off. And we just couldn't get it; we wouldn't come up off the lake. And and the basic idea here, I think, is we found that we think that the angle of attack on the motor, uh, because of the gluing and whatever else, and maybe it was off a little bit already. Jay added some plastic on the bottom. So mm -hmm. that might need a little the, – the angle of attack might be more relevant because it st sticks better with that soft – I'm sorry, that very flat surface on the bottom. Right. So the water probably sticks. Plus, um, it's a little heavier, so it might sit in the water a little deeper as well. Right. Um, and so I th think some of the water was coming up over the front edge of the wing, and so it just never could get enough air underneath the wings to get up off the water, even, even though it was – somewhat choppy you know it wasn't glass water it was somewhat choppy mm -hmm. it should have taken off but it just never could get going um, i call like getting up on the step right you had to get it up on the step yeah yeah well the step was there though still and so that was all good but it just never could do it and i think that like i said the angle of attack on that motor is just a little i'd made modifications before jade fixed it and so i you know all that stuff together is probably what that is so once i 
I'll make some adjustments on it and we'll go. You know, it took off. Uh, we threw it by hand and it took off fine. And also I flew it in a park and it took off from the ground on the park. Because um, huh. like grass, you know, it was grass. So the water just right, has this right. sticking, you know, characteristic. <laughs> Uh, it's like glue. <laughs> yeah, it, it it was it was like glue, um, and so, but it would fly fine. Um, I had to do some adjustments, of course, on the elevator, but other than that, it, it flew just fine. Um, but it did seem like it was a little tail heavy. Like I had to move the battery further in the nose, forward in the nose, and so that again speaks to the angle of attack issue, um, because I had to move the battery so far forward to get it to fly reasonably normal. So. Huh. Now, if you if you change the thrust angle on this, you think it'll fly differently off the ground? Yeah, yeah, I do. It'll come up sooner. Uh, again, uh, the thing, the reason why I say that is because uh, I had to move, I had to fly, I flew it around off in the park, and then I had to adjust the battery placement so it would mm -hmm. fly better. Um, and so once I did that, it it flew a lot better, and it was flying. Did you have to you have to move the battery forward. I had to move it forward, yeah. Oh, okay. So it was tail heavy then. It was flying. The tail it was heavy. it was tail heavy, but um, the dangle of attack would push the nose down. So even though it was flying tail heavy once it got in the air, that because of the angle of attack would push the nose down. Does that make any sense? Mm. In the water, I mean, in the water, because the ground's oh, different. So the, the ground's different. Right, the ground is different. Right. Yeah. Okay. So in the water, the the when it started moving forward, the nose would go into the water. Is what right. you're saying. Right, okay. and and it, it wouldn't. And you don't get, think moving the battery backwards would have changed that, or? Uh, it would have, but then I would have had trouble flying it because it had been so tail heavy that oh. I, I wouldn't have been able to do anything. So I, right, you know, I wasn't sense. willing to do this. So I'll change the angle of attack first and see if that fixes it. And gotcha. I'll just add a couple washers to the to the bottom of the motor mount, and we, we should be good. I think that sounds like an easy fix, though. I, I think so. Yeah, but, but I haven't I haven't couple tried it yet. Couple washers. You're so not, that sounds dangerous because it may order. be an easy fix. <laughs> that just sounds suspicious or something. <laughs> that, well, it just, like you know, I mean, fix. when you're going to oh change a thrust angle or whatever, it just sounds like, you know, that seems like it, if I said, oh, I got to change the thrust angle of the motor, putting two washers in, it doesn't seem to, I mean, I don't know. Now that I said it out loud, I guess that's be the way, the way to do it. Well, in it, may, head, it may be more than just two washers. Box. I mean, um, he may have to use, you know, like I used to, I like to use the prop adapters sometimes, you know, like you have the spare prop adapters in your. Yeah. For the something. APC, a little, yeah. little, a little. Or, or in my case, probably just a couple a popsicle stick or two glued on top of the existing pop, popsicle sticks that are being used for the motor mount. Right. I mean, right. It, it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> really matter. It sticks out I, three popsicle sticks. No, I mean, they're, it's a flat. The popsicle sticks are flat. Like they're part of the motor mount. Right. As right. opposed to sticking out from the plane. Anyway, the other thing sure. that that's not normal is that this the motor already extends past where it used to be by about an inch or two. So so it's uh so the it's thrust longer. part is also in the wrong spot. So anyway, that's that's kind of well, where I'll, I'll end up doing it. Gotcha. Well, considering it's amazing it flies considering how much the tail's been ripped off and Everything that's happened to it, it's amazing that it can even still fly. So, you know. Yeah, you've crashed that airplane a couple of times, right? Yeah, a it's definitely, it's found, it's, <laughs> it's found the ground. Very, very much so. <laughs> the ground. It's a ground lover. I think, fact, the, well, nose, yeah, I think I, the nose has been tweaked at least three or four times. It submerged itself at least once. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm not talking one. about just part of it. The entire plane went into the water. Entire plane. 
Yeah, um, is that the same one that went into the snow as well, like the snowbank? Didn't you tell me that, Jay, that it just no, like buried itself I, in the snow? I don't think so. Or was that a different one? Maybe, maybe yeah, it, might it, might have been. Been, it might have been deep snow where we were flying that thing because I, no, I would have done that. that might, or that might have been a different story. I mean, I we've had a couple of good stories where things have just they've they have just disappeared into the snow like that when we were up in Alaska. I mean, we've had oh, a few gotcha. different. Planes. I thought the Polaris was one of them. It, well, it might have been Jay's might, Bumblebee. I mean, we don't know. Oh, it could have been Jay's Bumblebee. Actually, yeah. now that you mentioned it, I think it was because he said that. Uh, then you paint the bottom of that a different color or something, and it's that's yeah, how you found it. Yeah, it's black. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it sounds like it's a good project to you know get working on. Did you uh, have any other airplanes that you built, or did you fly out at the field at all? I mean, uh, no, I haven't lake or flown. Have flown? S- it's been cold and rainy and uh, surprisingly windy. Uh, not surprisingly, actually, Dallas is pretty windy a lot of the time. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's not been it's not been um, the best weather in the world for when I have time to fly. And then, but like the last couple of days, I'm like, yes, this is why I'm in Texas. It's like sixty. 70 degrees it's the middle of january or not the beginning beginning of january sorry not the middle the beginning of january and uh it's i mean it's just fantastically beautiful weather and i'm just like oh this is great so it's I'm like excited. an alaskan summer yeah it was, that's what i said it's just like an alaskan summer this is fantastic <laughs> yeah it's hard to believe i uh you know i grew up in texas and uh every i never had a white christmas ever because every you know Every year, I, I grew up in Houston, and so every year it was always hot and muggy and rainy, so we would always get toys you could go outside and play with, basketballs, gloves, baseballs, you know, bikes, whatever. All my uh, relatives were up in Pennsylvania getting, you know, snowboards, and or not snowboards at the A time. A sled. Sleds, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the mittens. Snowball They're all machines. bundled up. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, snow, uh, what do you call those uh, scoops that you turn the snow out, those uh, the big shovels, whatever they call those, snow shovels. What do you call those? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I've never lived in snow. I mean, I live in Arizona now. What the uh, heck? Although snow, it did snow here, snow buckets, uh, not too long ago. Whatever they call. What is this things? silver weird shaped thing that you put in the <laughs> snow? What do you? I don't know. Do I saw. I saw that uh, Christmas vacation, and they used it as a. They rode on it, didn't they? They sat you on can, it, and rode down. Oh no, that was that was actually a, a that was actually a, sl- a metal sled. But yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> was it? I thought it was a shovel. Nah. Uh, he just had a he just had a nice coating on the bottom of it. I got gotcha. you special it, coating. Yeah, so they used for like cereal. When, when the weather was bad, did you uh, did you work on a rack? Did you put some of your planes? I, I I'm looking in the background of, in your little picture there. It looks like you have a rack. Yeah, that's true. Planes on. Looks like you have a little one. Oh, looky there! It's got a little rack. Oh, very nice. It's my pile. It's it's not very tall, one. and one of the things I got to do still is mount it to the um to the wall so that that you know because. It's because you only have an inch or so of piping stuck into the little adapters, right. um, it right. doesn't really hold much weight um, unless you have some kind of other anchor. And that's so why I got an anchor to the wall still. I haven't done that yet. Well, that's what Jay's is. Jay's got you know all the way to the ceiling. Actually, right? that's how I got the idea uh, the, was because of uh, Jay's. 12-foot ceiling. Jay's are like 8, 10 feet tall or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got his mounted, so that makes sense. Um, but mine's only like 3 or 4 feet. And I'm going to keep it that small because I – I just don't want to have that many planes at once. <laughs> hey, that's famous last words. <laughs> I said don't want doesn't mean I won't have. Yeah, it won't happen, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I think we've try. all said that at one point, you know, oh, I'm never going to buy anything more than a three-cell battery because I'll never fly anything with a three-cell. Yeah, I was now talking I about that at tri- Christmas. I was talking about yeah. that at Christmas, and it's like, well, what about the planes that Jeff gave you? 
Exactly. Well, I didn't buy those though, so those don't count. <laughs> no, but you got to buy the batteries for them. Oh, you that's got a whole fine. tray full of six no, no, cell batteries. Jeff, now. Jeff was nice because he gave me planes that have that use the batteries I currently use. So oh, again, I don't feel like again we're we're I'm in the safe zone here, but I can't really buy planes because I have too many, like in stock. <laughs> oh right, you got to build the ones that you. But and that's just have. a personal, you know, personal thing, personal promise I made myself. Yeah, get in line, dude, because uh, I think between the three of us, there's so many freaking projects we have laying around the house. I mean, I've got three or four in the box already myself, and I'm still getting more. You can't morally corrupt me, Mike. I can't? <laughs> no. I can try. Yeah, you I can, can try. try. If it makes you feel better, you should keep trying. All right, I'll, I'll keep trying, and Jay can come around, you know. Yeah, well, Jay, Jay doesn't care. He's got, he'd do it. He'd do it anyways. For him, it's not even a consistency <laughs> thing. He just does it because he can yeah, that's a plane broker emails I keep getting. They're like, buy this. Hey, I'm just trying to do my friends, a, you know, a service. You know, <laughs> yeah. I have a little bit more free time on on my hands than you do. And if I come across a deal, I kind of know what planes you guys have. And I know this what you true. guys like. And so I just provide you with mouth-watering sales that you should take care of, you know, take, you know, jump on in the next uh, 10 minutes or so before it's gone. I can't. Oh, okay. and I'm I will a, tell okay. you, I, I will tell you as well that Jay is great at technical support as well, because I, you know, my, <laughs> I finished building my ASW twenty eight, and it's been sitting in the other room in the box because what did I miss? I they took out the little control horns, right? And so I went. He found them for me. He said, "Hey, I found these control horns. Go ahead and order some." Well, I made the order at Banggood Hobbies, and I put, uh, I ordered three sets of six. So that's what eighteen. Ordered 18 control horns to have some for my box in case, you know, the glider bent one or I, you know, hang a rash or crash or whatever. And uh, so I ordered those, and then I ordered a uh, 40-amp ESC uh, for the glider as well. And Jay's like, did you get, you know, your package yet? Did you get your package? I go, no, it's on slow boat from China. So finally he asked me, what, a couple days ago, I think. He's like, hey, did you get your your control horns so you flown that airplane i said no i'm still waiting i said i'll go check on it so i checked on it back ordered yeah <laughs> i told jay i was like they're back ordered dude I, I gotta wait forever and he's like no they're in stock it says right on the website they're in stock and i was like well i don't know they say on the on my on my order it says back ordered so he <laughs> he uh we hopped on the computer and he got on my screen and he's like okay go here go here go here and talk to these guys. So we got to talk to what was his name, Crystal or? Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It was something like that. It was like Crystal <laughs> or Suzette or something. And you're like, right. <laughs> it was pretty funny. She lives and, uh, in Taiwan. Yeah, so anyway, her name's yeah, Susan. It was okay. through Google Translator, you know, because it's like, <laughs> hey, can I help you? You know, kind of thing. And uh, so Jay told me what to say, and I asked, uh, you know, hey, I, I'm interested in in my uh, control horns. Come to find out, the control horns are in stock. The ESC was not. But because it was a combined order, they were holding everything up. So Jay's like, you don't need the 40-amp ESC right this second. You need the control horns because you can fly it on a three-cell with what you have. And I have, you know, a 40-amp BEC in the other room somewhere. But I just, you know, was online, and I needed the extra, what, five or six bucks to make it free shipping. Because uh, you get free shipping at a certain amount, and so I threw that in there. So I have to say, you know, Jay helped me out, and they were like, "Oh, well, you want us to split your order so you get the control horns." So now they're on their way. They're yeah, actually so, on the boat. 
Yeah, because I, nice. I thought it was kind of odd that it, was, it took a whole, what, month and a half or however long oh, it's yeah, been. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ordered so those long. things before I left for Cambodia, I think. So. Oh, yeah, that's that right. W- that's right. That was... That w- it was like November 2nd or something. Now so, Jay, have- I understand that uh, you got something new uh, on order as well. Speaking of orders. Right. Well, it's something new, but it's something old. So uh, I think our last podcast, I talked about how I wanted to go ahead and get a new radio. Because right. now that I'm getting into, um, I found a board that I like, this flight controller board, and I can fly a little bit further you know, uh, have my ham radio license and, you know, I, I just want to get out there, fly a little bit longer, but my spectrum, you just can't get any real good distance on that, nor right. are there any kind of, well, there are modules you can get and things you can do, but, uh, I wanted to go kind of a cheaper route. I didn't want to invest a lot of money in it just due to all the other projects that I have going. So I saw on Banggood Hobbies, um, a nice little radio for ninety dollars that uh, I could use, and it had a four, I think like a four-in-one little controller module in the back, and it basically did every protocol there was known to man. And wow. I was interested in getting that because it was less than a hundred bucks, uh, and the and the reason uh, the reason that it was a hundred dollars, um, I could uh, I could use that at least to uh, use for FreeSky protocol and i could use their new uh, long range uhf system so that's right. kind of like what i was looking i was looking to get so i figured if i got the radio i got the module you know it cost me i don't know between 150 180 dollars so um all the reviews on the radio said really really good things about it except that it was rather small and as you know both you and i have gorilla hands so hey, what are you saying? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So pass me a banana. So uh, basically, what I so what I was saying is just I knew I had big hands, and I'm a stick flyer, and I'm not a thumb flyer. So I said to myself, well, I could do that, but do I really want to do that, or or is there another way around it? So then I looked at getting a used radio. So. I looked at getting Mike's ra- AK Mike's radio, and he has a, a Tyrannus uh, 9D plus, I do believe. So um, I, I got on so. my yeah, I got on my second favorite little uh, uh, little tool, and I got on Craigslist. And wouldn't you lo and behold, a guy right up the road had had one, and for the price that I wanted, and I was really? like, I was really? like, great. So uh, I got on RC, so I got on RC groups, checked to make sure I was getting the right price or about what the radios were going. And I noticed this guy, it came with nothing. It was just like the radio. Everybody else I saw with their deals, you know, you'd get a module, you'd get some sort of upgrade, you'd get some a better battery. You know, you got some stuff with it. And this guy was just right. selling just the radio and, and a case. So basically I said to him, hey, man, you know, I know you want X4, your system. I'm not going to give you that. Here's what I'll give you. And basically he turned me down. And I, I was a little Ew, disappointed. bummer. Yep. So I went back on RC Groups, spent uh, less than 20 minutes on there, uh, found a guy out in California California that had a had a used system. Um, actually, there was maybe two guys that had systems that I wanted. One guy had already put all the modifications and had done everything to the radio, and the other one was a plain Jane radio, but it was at a good price, mailed to me you know, with the shipping included, 
for the price that I wanted, and I just decided to go with that radio um, because it came with a, a nice aluminum case. And I kind of said to myself, you know, I'm going to want to put everything in there myself. So all the mods and all the other uh, additional things, you know, I have the time. I like doing tinkering with that kind of stuff, so I decided to get that system as well. So that's that's pretty much what I did. So that's uh, so. That's un- were you able to buy it for a decent price? Bef- I mean, were you going to get it at a better price than the one that had all the mods already done? Right. So basically, it came out. It came out to be about the same amount. Okay. So what for the radio? The brand new radio from Banggood's. You know, having that one delivered. Not that there was much to modify, but by the time I bought the module, added the module and everything, you know, mm-hmm. it basically would have been the same price as now I'm getting this Tyrannus, you know, this Tyrannus radio. Everybody's talked about it. There's plenty of information out there about it. There's plenty of, of how can I put it? It's kind of like a, it's kind of like an AR-15 for the Tyrannus. There right. are so many different mods. There's so many different things you can get for it. And that was the other reason why I went with it. And plus, it's a bigger radio, so it's it's more of the size. You've you've handled one, you know. It's similar yeah, size to yeah. our our spectrum. So I I wanted to do that. And so uh, w- one of the mods that I I'm getting for it, uh, like you you had noticed before, that the reason that you didn't like the radio too much. Well, I think we talked about this in one of our episodes, was the fact that the gimbals weren't too good. Well, there are, there are uh, hall gimbals out there for the radio at a really inexpensive price. So I went ahead and ordered that um, and just some other little little mods. And you should see just how guys are decking, like I said, kind of like an AR-15 for anybody who's right. familiar with those things. You can get any kind of accessories, you know, bells and whistles for the thing, and it's the same thing sure. for this. So, yeah, I'm Jay, did you already did you already buy that 4-in-1 module for it? Uh, actually, I didn't. You did. Oh, that you're gonna use that one. I, I, I the one you're, you're gonna use the one I that I gave you from a while back. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try it. And I looked, I looked it all up, and basically the difference between that one and the newest one you could buy now, since they're essentially the same module. I mean, they they do the same protocols for everything. For what I from what I could see, was that uh, one you could do on the radio through the through the programming itself, and the other one was uh, basically switching with that switch in the back, you know, to turn it. But I'm not yes, 100% so, so the biggest difference that, that's probably more relevant to the one that I gave you versus what's out there today that I would recommend you buy is that they have more memory. The newer ones have more memory. Well, there you and go. And so you, you just... can keep more models models in there at one time. And in your case, because you do mostly Spectrum stuff, it won't be a big of, of a deal. Uh, and you have the Spectrum and then the CC, the, the uh, FR Sky stuff that you're doing, and then the LR stuff that you're going to maybe do, but that's a separate, it's going to be a separate module, so that, that doesn't play a part. Right. So so um, that that's the biggest issue. So you might have to do a little more stuff on your side to get it to work with that module because it has less memory, but it will work. But if you do get the a new module, uh, make sure you talk with me first because you'll want to get a different one than some that are out there. There's a bunch out there, and you want to look for some specific things. Uh, STM. Why that sounds like another it. episode. But you're you are you're not talking about switching like dumping your spectrum altogether, right? This no. is for a specific purpose for FPE, yes. right? Yes. So you're not you're not going to transfer all your spectrum radio stuff to only use the tra- the tra- no. There's no need. Right, but. But now he can do that, and that's the key thing there. If for yeah, some, if not, not that he's going to move all of them, but he can move some of the ones that he's been wanting to move 
uh, even though they have Spectrum gear in it, he wanted to move to the Tyrannus because they could do some things he couldn't do on his radio or couldn't do it in the way he wanted to do it and or, or didn't understand it enough. I mean, because it can be hard sometimes to program that that uh, Spectrum radio to do specific, certain specific things that he wanted to mm -hmm. do. And so not impossible, like say, but it's harder or it seemed harder anyway for me. Hmm. Well, that's because you're too much of a brainiac. Spectrum's for idiots like us. Maybe I just have uh, different expectations. I think from the radio and how it's going to behave. And <laughs> Probably it, so. It, and the Spectrum radio does a lot of stuff for you, and I don't expect it to behave like that. And so that kind of confuses me at times because I expect oh, it to yeah. do what I tell it to do, and it does other stuff too that I'm not aware right. of. Huh. Wow. Interesting. Well, that's cool. Well, Jay. I wish you the best you. of luck with that. I'm sure that. Uh, I'm sure that'll be interesting, especially since I I was not, I did not take to the to the free sky radio at all, and I don't know whether it was because I've just been on Spectrum since day one, or if it was just the guy's radio was a little wonky, or I don't know what the story was. But I I tried to fly a couple airplanes with this with this Tyrannus, and it did not work well for me at all. Well, I'm interested after I get this thing all modded and done and and tweaked and twiddled uh, for you to come out and fly fly something on it. I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see just how that works out. So I'm excited to see what I can do or, or hopefully not mess up. So it'll be interesting. Uh, So that's cool. I'm really excited for you because I think that you're going to really like some of the features that you can turn on and turn off uh, with your Tyrannus that you haven't been able to do. And I think that'll be neat, especially with FPV Yeah, I'm stuff. looking forward to it. I really am, Mike. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's like you, you summed it up kind of perfectly for – there's some things that Spectra can, can do and that I wanted to get a little bit more or I wanted I wanted my radio to do something specific with a plane a specific plane that I had, especially you know, especially with the FPV stuff. And it just wouldn't do it. And it's nice to see that now I can I can or I will be able to do it with this new radio. So you know, and, and the other big plus was I knew you, you know, you love this radio, you're right up the road, and if I have any problems I just pick up the phone and call you. <laughs> Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, I'm excited about doing that for you. So um, uh, the other thing I think that you'd be cool uh, with this is because we're doing FPV is the, using the scripts to be able to change PID values and stuff like that in your FPV plane. Uh, that'll be that'll be neat for you to be able to do that right from the radio. That's kind of cool. Well, I definitely know nothing about that, so it'll be yeah. Either do I. So it'll be fun. Definitely explore yeah. together. Yeah, that'll definitely. To it. Yep, it'll be cool. Well. I wish you the best of luck on the uh, the uh, the Tyrannus as well. So maybe you can use your new battery packs or something on it. Funny you should mention that. So <laughs> I don't actually I don't think we've talked about this yet. Probably so I've been not. yeah I've been playing with some lithium ion batteries for uh, basically it's the Orbit Wing for uh, flying with um, FPV. I, I decided to get there was basically a sale at Banggood Hobbies. For the eighteen sixty uh, six fifty batteries, and that's a lithium ion battery. It's it looks kind of like uh, an oversized double uh, A battery, right? And but it's longer, right? It's yeah, a little it's bit a longer, little, It's a little bit longer. So the neat thing about lithium ion, as opposed to our lithium polymer batteries, is that they both give out the same amount of uh, voltage. You know, they go from four point two down to three volts or so. That's fine. Um, but where, where the lithium ion really shines is that 
for you know pound for pound, the lithium ion gives you more not more power. Um, let's make sure I get this right. It has more power density. So, in a certain size, certain weight of battery, let's say a, a lithium polymer battery can give you, let's say, uh, five minutes, five minutes of power at a certain voltage. So let's say you can get five minutes if you run the battery at, let's say, four, four volts for five okay. minutes. Lithium ion for four volts might be able to give you 10 minutes, okay, for, for that particular density, for that particular size battery. Right. So for my, for example, for my uh, orbit wing, so I've been flying it on a 2200 uh, milliamp battery, three cell. So I get about 20 minutes on that particular plane because the plane is very efficient the, with the uh, battery, you know, combo, uh, motor combo that I have on there. When I that's put on, not that's not bad either because no, I mean most no, of my airplanes really, are only getting really six good. minutes. So. Oh yeah, exactly. Because this isn't a screamer wing like the tough wing. I mean, it's just basically right. put, putting around <laughs> three so minutes of a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just putting around, looking at looking at things. Or is is basically what it's designed for. So when I put in this, um, the batteries that I have, even uh, they come out to be about the same size as the lithium ion 2200 battery um they weigh uh just a, about the same or a little less so the cool part is where i get 2200 in that package uh for the lithium polymer i get uh 3000 for the lithium ion you know so that's that's kind of wow. cool now the, yeah. the neat part is i so far i can get about 45 minutes out of uh flying that battery pack so it's almost double Yes. He went from 20 to 40. Yes. Out of the same size battery. Out of the same size battery. That's pretty impressive, actually. So it's very, very impressive. Now, there are some stipulations. Like I said, if I took that same battery pack and threw it in the tough wing, I, could I use it? Yes. Would it go very far? No. <laughs> when you went to give it full power, it would go right and you know, kind of die off. <laughs> it'd be a whole 20 yards, and then it'd be dead. Right. It does not give you the overall um, punch. So if, you, if you're back, if like on the tough wing, when you go full power on a three cell, I want to say you're basically, I, I want to say it wants to have 45 amps, 40 amps is about what it, it does. Right. That range, this that battery pack can't do beyond twenty amps. So that's all. Oh. That's all that 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 battery pack, pack could put out. So like right, I said, right. with the uh, motor combo on the orbit, normally it only puts out. Um, I think it it tops out at fifteen. So if I put wow. it on a twenty amp battery, hey, it doesn't care. That's well within right, you know right. the parameters. Throw it on a tough wing, that battery, you know, that motor combo wants 40 amps all day, every day. Right. So it, it's not going to, you're not going to be able to amp amp up enough to run that that big of a battery or that big of a motor. Right. Gotcha. No way. Oh, I could if I, you know, basically put some batteries in parallel and hook them up. I could probably add it all up and it would come to that. But once again, now it weighs twice the weight. Yeah, 20 takes, pounds. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 20 pounds. And, it, you know, I'm defeating the purpose there. Sure. So, sure. 
yeah, so this lithium ion stuff is really kind of cool. Plus, as I'm finding out, the reason why they use lithium ion in in uh, like power tools, the reason they use them in power tools uh, is that once again, you could use a lithium polymer battery, you know, no problem. Except that uh, you know, y- you've heard where you shouldn't leave your li- uh, lithium polymer batteries charged and not discharge them. Like you can't leave them for six right, months right, and not right. use them. Well, lithium ions don't care. You can leave them charged. They don't. It doesn't bother. Their chemistry isn't it is, isn't affected by sitting around at almost a full charge. Huh? For indefinitely, you mean, or do you have to store them at a certain temperature? Um, from what I'm seeing, they're they're not as choosy or as picky as the lithium py- uh, uh, polymer batteries are. So that's why they use them in the power oh. tools. That's why uh, they seem to be oh, picked gotcha. for that kind of stuff. So uh, I for this new, like I said, radio that I have coming, um, it looks like I'm going to go ahead and mod it so I can stick in some lithium-ion batteries into it. So uh, normally I think you can put, I don't know, a two-cell battery, uh, I think maybe a 1500. And so I found some, uh, instead of the 18650s, I found some, I think they're called uh, 26650. So the way it works is the 18 or the 26 is the diameter of the battery. And uh, I forgot what the 650 stands for. But uh, that, but anyway, so if I, I might be able to modify the battery so I can stick those in internally. So I'm looking forward to getting a good long life out of those batteries if I stick them in that radio. Wow, it sounds like a plan, man. I, I'll be interested to hear how uh, how it works out. Well, I've I've already uh, well you know put some batteries together, so it'll be pretty interesting. I could tell you some uh, nice, funny stories of um, you know as you're working with battery packs, not to right. uh, have any exposed metal out or you know such as <laughs> don't touch these two, don't touch the red and the black wire together. That's always a bad thing. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things where uh, you you have it sitting on your bench, and then you have like uh, what do we what do you call those things that we use all the time to. Uh, grab things yeah you bought it for me for christmas one year oh the hemostats yeah so you have a hemostat like laying around and uh you know you take that and it's sitting there on the <laughs> bench what's the big char mark on the hemostat there something like that but you know because you move the battery around or you're you know you're right, starting the battery right. packed together and you you know oh it's safe over here you push it back not realizing there's a hemostat somewhere back there <laughs> some zap, zap. metal touches <laughs> hey, both ends and yeah, you're like zap zap you go why is there blue smoke over there <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> so much for your battery pack it's all <laughs> you know, fried oh yeah that's it's amazing it's definitely amazing well, I, I think in some of our last podcasts, we've, uh, we probably should revisit how to work with batteries because I think I've smoked one or two myself just in the yeah. recent uh, last couple of months, accidentally pushing, uh, you know, two two plugs together and just doing the whole overpowering. Why won't this fit? Push it harder and it, you know, right? <laughs> so I, I'm like, wow, this thing is really getting hot. What you happened? Can, and you like, can't push this black and red wire shouldn't be together. Yeah, what's the, I was ready to say, what's that thing about pushing a square square thing into a Yeah, round? square peg in a round yeah, hole. Yeah, square you peg in a round You can do it if you have enough pressure. Yeah, yeah, you can do it if you if you give it a try. <laughs> exactly. Well, unfortunately, our hour's up for this uh, this episode. We appreciate you joining us here at the Park Fire Podcast. We're looking forward to a great 2019. I'm excited. Uh, there should be a lot of really fun things on the horizon. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, Philip's visit, uh, hanging out with uh, Barry and getting them. I think Barry's getting close to finishing his jet, so that should be good. 
Electric Festival is right around the corner, so we're looking forward to having everybody out there. Uh, and then I think there's uh, a couple more um, items rolling down the road, so uh, we're going to try and get all that uh, covered. But I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll don't forget more, we got a uh, bunch feedback. of new fields to go and visit. I mean, the one that yeah, likes that. Yeah. I mean, we just got to yeah. go out there and meet everybody, so that, this is going to be fun. And uh, I, think I, I got a couple of us are taking um, some trips. Uh, so we're going to go and visit fields when we go on trips around the country. So yeah, it's going to cool. be a good year. Yeah, I think so. Well, I uh, man, it's uh, it's already 2019, hard to believe. So this, these episodes are going to just come rolling in on us. I, I can feel it. It's kind of <laughs> they always do, buddy. I know. All right, it's all right. We'll get there. But uh, for now, I'm Michael from Arizona. And I'm Jay from the hills of Texas. At AK Mike in Texas. All right, we'll see you in two weeks. Now let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com. 